When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we have a DS Teachable moment, a Dear DST, and a Class Smash or Pass in that order in case you are not interested in working out. Don't listen to the end. Yeah, you know, I had that thought because I know a lot of you are super into working out because, Mm -hmm. like I said last week, I ran into a DST listener at one of these workout classes. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been running into more and more, and it seems like you guys are really into it. But I know that I have never been that into it. Mm. So... I don't know. It's like if you're like me out there Mm -hmm. and you don't really go to a lot of these workout classes, let's give you something a little bit different for sure. But before we get into that, what's new with you? Okay, so last episode we were talking about vaping Mm -hmm. and my vape, if you remember at the time, was dead. I could not find the cord. But you were still ripping on it. But I was still trying to rip it and it was just straight up chemicals going into my lungs. And I was like, oh, you know what? What if I just don't try to find the cord? And that's my way of cutting the cord is like just not losing the cord. this thing. Yeah. And so I ended up going to Atlantic City for a weekend and I didn't have the vape or the cord or anything like that. And I was like, wow, I did such a good job. I didn't didn't smoke or vape or whatever. And it's like, that's not true. I was with people with cigarettes. OK. And so one thing just took over another. So would you bum a cigarette or would you yeah. just? Uh, yeah. OK. Yeah. That's worse. It's worse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, but that's kind of what I was saying last. But also not worse in a little bit because there was no me waking up and sucking on something. Right. You know? Yeah. And you know what? I don't remember if I said this last week or not, but that is like the most pervasive thing about vaping. Mm -hmm. You convince yourself that it's so much better than smoking cigarettes. But the thing is, I can't smoke a cigarette while I'm on the phone in my house. I mean, I guess technically, (laughs) technically (laughs) you could. Technically you could, but like what I'm going to light up, like you're going to hear that lighter go off like a Lil Wayne song in the beginning. I mute. Do you do you smoke cigarettes on the phone? No, but I smoke weed if I'm like. Oh, that's that's so interesting. Like I never could or like I couldn't like light a cigarette and hold it while I was also doing work at the same time because you can't like hold it the whole time. Ashtrays, babe. 
So yeah, but you have to put it out. <laughs> I guess I'm just saying it's not but yes, nearly it's not as accessible. It's not as easy. And you're not like if I was bumming from other people, I'd have to wake that person up and be like, "Hey, it's eight in the morning. I've just woken up. I'm ready to smoke some." No, like I wouldn't smoke a cigarette until noon. Sure. Whereas usually it would have been like. Once you pop, you don't stop. So basically what we're saying is start smoking cigs. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do either. But no. OK, so you're doing better than I'm doing because mm-hmm. I haven't even attempted to stop. OK. Last week I was all like, let's stop. I'm sure we could do it in a week. Mm-hmm. It's been a week. Yeah, I haven't I, I made... texted Emily. I was like, OK, what's that zero percent vape? And she's like, I don't know. Google it. Like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is me. I always say I'm going to do research and then it falls back. By the wayside. Mm. But the important thing is I'm still thinking about quitting. That's fine. Thinking right? about it. I and I really do want to. It's just it's not a good it's not a good time for me. But if you know, I'm taking steps toward thinking about quitting. And that's yeah, no, a lot of people uh DM'd us and were like, this made me feel really seen, like oh, just I'm talking about, about your experience and like I'm also not ready yet, but like there is a whole factor of yeah, some of us really do want to. Yeah, I, I think just not yet. And anytime like, I've been addicted to anything, mm-hmm. I have wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is relatable for lack of relatable. a better word. For lack of a better word. Imagine. It's like, you know, the, that feeling of wanting to quit something, but you don't have the motivation or it's just not a good time. I What I keep going back to is that Andy vapes. Mm-hmm. So... It's just going to be extremely hard for me to quit unless he's also quitting mm-hmm. because how do I be around it and not want to? I mean, I could throw out my vape, mm-hmm. but if I were to reach over and say, hey, give me your give me your vape. Of course he would give it to you. Of course he would give it to me. Yeah. But that can't happen. So I don't know. Maybe I need to convince him to quit. But then yeah, it's like, it I might need wanna... to be a group. Of, I think I told you my friend who went through surgery, her boyfriend dropped it too because he was like it'll be too hard for her mm-hmm. or whatever I had another friend who told me that she quit because of having a baby and breastfeeding and stuff yeah and then her partner also had like sympathetic quit it you know like see, I like that I yeah. like when pregnant women when their husbands or partners will stop drinking because yeah. they can't drink like be supportive it's nice it is nice if it's tough on the person if it's not then like go crazy right some people don't care at all but yeah, I, a lot of you have written in that you did it either by patches, um, mm-hmm. gum, gum, 0% vapes, and a lot of cold turkey. A lot of people were just like, I'm not finding the cord. I think it's one of those things where you have a headache for a couple of days and it's really hard and mm-hmm. then it's done. Mm-hmm. I, I I do think that it's like that. That's what I've heard from many, many people. Yeah. I really liked your little uh, tiny straw idea. That wasn't my idea. I think that was one of the listeners' ideas. I really liked your little straw idea, listener. Can you bring a little tiny straw in next, next time, time so we can see the aesthetic? Yes. Well, oh, we could cut it together I'll in the video. I'll put a little rhinestone on it as well. <laughs> You'll bedazzle it? Yeah. Did you ever have a bling kit for your phone? No. Like back in the 2000s? No. Oh, I did. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It was all blue and then it had a white heart. Wonderful. Like a Yeah, it was Swarovski crystals. I don't mean to brag. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? 
I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. (laughs) Should we get into the DS Teachable moment? Let's please. This is from a DST listener. Her name is Emily. It's an elite name. Whoa. Diet culture in Looney Tunes. Did you watch Looney Tunes when you were a kid? Uh, I did. I wasn't like super into it, but yeah. You were a floater. I saw it. Yeah. It existed. I was kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my nephew the other day said, <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about, but he said, what a maroon. <laughs> do you know? Do you remember I love that? what a maroon. Okay. I didn't remember that. Apparently that was Bugs Bunny's yeah. other yeah. well-known expression aside from what's up, doc. And it basically is like, what a moron. Yeah, what right? a maroon. But yeah, I, have I, I no mostly idea. know the Looney Tunes from Space Jam franchise. Ugh. I mean, like I knew them, but I'm like so most good. familiar with them. From yes. This. All right. This is the message. My one-year-old son is a tornado. <laughs> so I put on Looney Tunes in hopes that it would keep him still for the 10 seconds I needed to change his diaper. He's a Tasmanian devil. Mm-hmm. Much to my surprise, a short segment called Healthy Cowboys was on. 
Junk food was seen as bad. Bugs and Daffy carefully portioned their food and they kept food journals as well. What? What the fuck? I don't know what I would have thought if I saw this when I was a little kid. I understand the importance of eating nutritious foods, but this demonized junk foods entirely and encouraged some very diety behaviors. Mm. As a new mom who's recovered from an eating disorder, I can say with absolute certainty that this is not the way I will be talking about food with my son. Huge fan. Thank you for calling out all the BS in diet and wellness culture. Keep doing the work. Well, thank and you. And she sent the clip as well. Yeah. Um, and so I, maybe we can put that on the Instagram or something should. like that. Or at least part of it because I did watch it and okay. it is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's kind of set up like a Western film. They do this a lot in Looney Tunes. There's mm-hmm. like allusions to Westerns. Yeah. And for every opportunity that there was to eat a meal, I would say, Bugs Bunny would turn it down and he would take like a wheatgrass shot instead. Like there's this one part with a taco stand. It's crazy. Like, wait, was wheatgrass even around? Like I I was as confused as you. Because like some of this stuff, another thing that they said were the difference between good carbs and bad carbs. Uh And they said fruits and vegetables are good carbs, but everything else are bad carbs. Is butter a carb? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, But but yeah, I was shocked by that because I didn't know that carbs were demonized. I'm confused as to when this was created because I know Looney Tunes has been around for quite some time. Yeah, this segment looked old. Okay, so Looney Tunes was created in the 1930s. So judging by that, of course, they're going to have some backward stuff. I'm just curious if this scene in particular was written recently. Like, obviously, it sucks either way. But how prevalent is it? You know, it's a really good question. And I didn't check the date on it, Mm -hmm. but I wondered the same thing, specifically with the good carbs and bad carbs thing, because as far as I'm aware of, we weren't demonizing carbs before Mm -hmm. like the late 90s. -hmm. Everything was low fat, Mm -hmm. if you recall. I do. (laughs) Um, And I do also remember in the 90s, there's a song from Animaniacs that I always really, really liked. Um. And it's about junk food. Um, and it's basically like singing a bunch of aspartame and nah, 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 like caramel ice cream, yummy, yum, some baking soda, carob gum, da, da, whatever. And the end of it is basically like, we like sweets a lot, but they make your insides rot. So remember, it's your body and the only one you've got. And I always thought that that was like really good because it was teaching us like all of these fake sugars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it also said, we do like them a lot, uh, but they, they do make your insides make rot. Your, yeah. Which not factually true, guys. <laughs> they don't make your insides rot. They, um, if it's like the only thing. Sure. But even so, like that, that just evokes a very grim picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. it's kind of exacerbating this whole sugar is poison mm-hmm. narrative that I just simply don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Now I'm remembering there was also another part of the song in this Looney Tunes segment that was like, watching your waistline like it was like these foods we don't eat them because we want to keep our waistline small right animaniacs never had that aspect of it which is good and looney tunes i do like there was the whole thing about lola bunny being too sexy or whatever and like like (laughs) i feel like they do have more of a focus on bodies than animaniacs ever did they certainly do some of those bunnies are hot yeah bugs in drag the most beautiful woman i've ever seen gorgeous yeah i'm really curious as to what 
this listener, Emily, said to her child after this, because like, it's not just like, okay, here's unhealthy foods. It's also food journaling and yeah. keeping your waist trim or whatever. Like, what do you say to a kid? What after- do you say? I, and also, how do you decide when it's appropriate to say something and when? Because you don't always know that they're absorbing stuff. Right. You know, like when we used to listen to the Spice Girls. hmm we didn't hear two become one. We didn't know that was about sex. I thought it was about Tamagotchis. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought every song was about dancing. Like you remember the song Peaches and Cream? Yeah. I was like, what's that about? Ice cream? See, I remember hearing that song too close by Next. That's like baby uh-huh. when we're grinding. Sure. I get so excited. I feel a little poke coming through on you. And so I remember graphic. in my 12-year-old bra- brain going, they couldn't possibly be singing about boners. <laughs> Right. So you knew what a boner was. Yes. But I was like, but there's no way that they would say this uh-huh. in a song. Oh, no, they would. And they Just did. also this is a real tangent. But like when some 41 said the dentist said my mom should have had an abortion. I go, I know those words. But in that <laughs> order, what are you talking about? <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Like, <laughs> Like your dentist hated you or Wait, like, so does the dentist had... think that they perform abortions? <laughs> like, <laughs> don't go to a dentist for an abortion, people. Going? Yeah. But so is the implication her, his mom had an affair with the, the dentist? Oh, I never thought of that. Wait, is that it? No, <laughs> I don't think. I think it's like the dentist was like, oh, this kid has eaten so much crap and his teeth are so decayed. Oh, that my mom should have had my mom should have had an abortion. That's a little bit extreme. You need to go to another dentist. You need to go to a therapist also. (laughs) Your dentist needs to go to a therapist. (laughs) Okay, so back to this person. What would you say if you were watching with your nephews? Mm -hmm. Because you hang out with Oliver a lot. Um, yeah, and, and he loves Looney Tunes. He's in learning age. Like, would you bring it up or would you just. Oh, God, that, you know, that's a tough one. Yeah. Because I always feel weird. Like, oh, God, I, I don't want to get too deep into it. But over vacation, my nephew, Hayden, who is almost four, mm-hmm. he wasn't hungry for anything except for Hershey Kisses. That's mm. all he wanted to eat the entire time. Mm-hmm. He woke me up at five fucking 30 in the morning to tell me he was hungry. And I said, give me a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been so disappointing. Give me a kiss. (laughs) Give me two kisses, please. He's like an 80 year old man. He's a creeper. No, he was waking me up telling me he was hungry. Mm -hmm. So then I'd be like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll go make you breakfast. And he's like, I'm not hungry for breakfast. I'm hungry. Give me a kiss. Give me a curse. Um, and I just, I tried to explain to him and Oliver was in the room and Oliver is like, he's the peacemaker. He is, he wants, you know, he wants to explain everything to Hayden and to shepherd him into the world. Mm -hmm. He thinks he's like his guru. Mm -hmm. So I'm explaining about how sugar breaks down in the body. And I'm explaining that if you eat sugar, like in the morning, you haven't eaten for maybe like 12 hours, Uh you're going to burn through the sugar really quick and you're going to get hangry, which is absolutely true. Okay. So I was explaining that the reason why we want him to eat breakfast and not just to eat Hershey Kisses, yeah. like he could have some after breakfast, but I don't want him just to eat the yeah. Hershey Kisses, is because he needs good energy and he needs things that are going to digest slow, 
slower. Okay. Okay. And this four-year-old understands this digestion. This four-year-old did not want to hear any <laughs> yeah. of it. He didn't want to hear shit. But okay. Oliver was like, it, he fully absorbed it. Mm-hmm. And he was re-explaining. He was like, yeah, Hayden, we want you to eat things that digest slowly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like a future health, uh, health teacher. But that made me realize like, oh, wow, he really does absorb everything and understand everything. Mm-hmm. So if he's seeing problematic stuff on TV, mm-hmm. he definitely is absorbing it also, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad. So I feel like this is a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. You don't need to say anything. They're not yeah. absorbing it. But if, if it was a seven-year-old, yeah, I yeah, mm-hmm. I do feel like you need to say something totally. because you might not think that they're hearing everything, but they are sponges. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Because I just know that you said Oliver came home one day being like, I want to keep a food diet, you know, like. Yeah, well, then and that was another thing. Like, yeah. they're teaching him in school that you should eat. You know, he, he used the term sometimes foods, mm-hmm. which I hate. Mm-hmm. And I just it goes against everything I believe in. And he's saying, you know. Even initially, when we were trying to get Hayden to eat breakfast and not just Hershey Kisses, he was saying, Hayden, you know, those are sometimes those are foods. Sometimes food. And I and said, like, no, 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 I just want them to digest slower. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, that's it's not a sometimes food. It's that you can you can have it. You can have it. But you just, can have it after breakfast. Totally. You can literally have you your can egg. have it with your breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want you to eat something else also. Totally. That's all. Yeah. It was so fucking difficult. Yeah. But I think for this, I mean, thank you for submitting this because it'll help all the other moms steer clear of this clip for their older kids. And also you steer clear of it for when your child is older, unless you want to show them in a teachable way and be like, hey, they used to do this. Like, we don't do that. But yeah, I don't know if that's even beneficial. I think just show them better content. Yeah, and I wish that I knew what the better kids content is, but everything I see my nephews watch is unbearable. I'll so. reach out to my mommy friends. Okay, please do. Yeah. I hear Bluey's fantastic, but it makes people really annoying. Why? I don't know. Do they have accents or something? Do you know that there's a they whole... They do have accents, but they're cute. There's a, apparently um, the whole Generation Alpha or whatever, they're, they've adopted British Peppa's accents because yeah. of Peppa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that... Honestly, is a world that I could imagine it's myself so living fun. in. So many people have always been like, oh, I just want a little British kid. It's like, now you can have one. Turn on right. Peppa Pig. Yeah. One time I was at the airport and I was in the bathroom and I heard this adorable child say to his mom, mommy, I can't get my trousers up. Oh and I was like, God. that's how I yeah. want my kid to speak to me. <laughs> mommy, I peed in my pantaloons. <laughs> like, that sounds cute. It's I like that. so cute. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. 
F-O-O-D-S dot com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Should we get into Dear DST? Yes. We're mixing up the order, like we said. So why don't you read this, Dear DST? Okay. Dear DST, longtime listener, first time caller, in quotes. I'm writing to share a little non-scale win with you. Yay. For years, I hated oatmeal because I would make it with water in desperate attempt to save on a few calories. I would eat my soupy, flavorless oatmeal and be sad. I've recently had a change of heart and thought, fuck it. I'm going to use almond milk today. My oatmeal is now (laughs) absolutely (laughs) slaying. Um, I can't wait for tomorrow to enjoy my next bowl. I can't believe I've missed out on this delicious breakfast all because I was literally so scared of a few calories that I replaced milk with water. Loving my newfound food freedom. Sincerely, breakfast betch. Hell yes. Happy for you, breakfast betch. Yes. What an upgrade from gruel. No, seriously, though. Seriously. I've mentioned this before. I used to work at a catering company and for a period of time, they would have oatmeal in the morning every day for us. Mm -hmm. And I always thought I hated oatmeal. And then I realized I just wasn't putting milk in it. Yeah. And so I had the same experience. Why did we think that we had to put hot water in our instant oatmeal? Mm. Somewhere along the way, somebody must have told us that. So this is the thing. I think we grew up in a skim generation. Mm. Were you a skim milk? Yeah, household? skim milk. Yeah. The, yeah, we used to drink skim plus. Did you know about? I did skim not know plus? about skim plus, but I was always skim milk or whatever. And I don't, I didn't know it was healthier or anything. I just knew that that's the milk that we drank. And it wasn't until Ben and I were buying milk in the grocery store the other day, I was like, "What milk do we like?" And he goes, "We get one percent because it's our compromise." I said, "What?" He goes, "Well, you like skim, and I like two percent, so we get one percent." And I was like. Oh, I didn't even realize because to me, it's not that I like the taste. I just get it. Uh huh. It's not that I thought it was so diet. I just get it. Had you tried the other percentages? No, it was like that because it was like that's not what you you drink. Right. Skim milk. And then once you find out you're lactose intolerant, you change to lactate. Of course. And that's it. I didn't consider other milks. Yeah. So we drank skim milk growing up, too. And then. Some of you might remember Skim Plus. It was it was skim milk, but something about the formula, I don't know what shit they added mm-hmm. to this milk. It was super creamy. What I will say about water versus milk, though, in stuff. So I had uh, the most disgusting hot chocolate the other day at a diner, and it was because they made it. I asked the person, I was like, what do you make your hot chocolate with? And they're like, just water and mix. And I was like, what? no. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? And I don't know if it's like a, I know other people used to do that when I was growing up and it was a calorie counting thing. But like this listener is saying, it is so much more worth it to enjoy the meal that has a few, you know, or enjoy the hot chocolate where you're actually satiated at the Mm -hmm. end instead of being like, okay, I had my gruel and that's technically food. Yeah. And it is gruel. Like it's almost like you're trying to trick yourself into thinking it's the real thing and that never satisfies the craving. It just really doesn't. It's it's like the chickpea brownies that people make. Like if that's what you're craving, it's yeah. not going to be satisfied by a chickpea. I do like turkey bacon. 
I also acknowledge it doesn't taste like normal bacon. No. But that's okay. I like it for what it is. And it's like, I guess, a similar texture. Yeah. That's what they're going for. This, the texture gets worse with water. Hot chocolate, yeah. the texture gets worse with water. I'm oh, very yeah. proud of this person for just making this change because this is exciting and now you can actually like enjoy the meal. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm proud of you, breakfast betch. I was chuckling a little bit and it's because of the language in this is like, and I've done this before, hmm. uh, just to be clear, like, fuck it. I'm going to add some almond, almond milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is a cup of almond milk? Like? But it's, that's really where a lot of us are coming from. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I used to be terrified mm-hmm. to put any seasoning in my food yeah. because of what negligible calories yeah. there could be in that. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you always hear people say little by little, it adds up, mm. you know? And, and so it got to the point where I was actually afraid to put garlic but or, little by little, it adds up that you are hating what you're eating every day and then eventual binge, you know, like. Absolutely. So go just, for it. I'm yeah, happy. I'm happy about excited. this development. I don't know if you're lactose intolerant, but maybe next time try some actual milk in the oatmeal. Oh. Because it is real good. Yeah. But real almond milk, good. it does it does add a certain je ne sais quoi. I mean, it has that almondy taste, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But milk is creamier. So like and if you, you want. Does almond milk have the same uh, amount of protein that almonds themselves do have? No. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Because it's 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 watered down. All right. Well, but I would say that would be good for protein, but maybe, maybe not. But milk has more milk has more protein than almond milk. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Cow's milk. Our producer mm-hmm. Rebecca looked it up, our lovely producer. Cow's milk has eight grams of protein per serving. Yep. Soy milk has seven grams per serving and almond milk has one gram. But per a serving. one. So so I was wrong, but it's you know, good. If, if you're looking for a DS little teachables more, in real time. Yes. Yeah. I love being taught. Mm. I mean, I'm a cow's milk bitch, but I understand some people don't want to drink it. Yeah. So if you're looking to add some more protein, you could do that. Or you could also add a scoop of protein powder to, you know, if you're vegan or if you're mm. lactose intolerant, you could do a vegan protein powder. And people love that. They call it pro meal. Protein I love oatmeal. that. Mm-hmm. That's so cute and punny. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I think we should close it out with our class smasher pass. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to hear about how this was for you. Um, I'm excited to hear how this was for you. We have not spoken about this. Yeah. And I had never tried this before. We both tried, Remy and I, SLT, mm-hmm. which stands for Strengthen, Lengthen, Tone. Mm-hmm. I had heard about this class before, and actually um, a few of my friends 
told me the same thing about it on separate occasions, Mm -hmm. which was it's the hardest workout class I've ever taken. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So I was actually petrified to try it, but pleasantly surprised that I actually didn't find it that challenging. Um, Okay. So did you take the class that's just straight up SLT on a reformer? Yes. Okay. Because I did SLT tread. Tell me about that. Okay. What well, what's the tread? It's walking, I'm assuming. No. Oh. Uh it is running. And oh. so here's the thing that I was I was going to ask about what your friend found difficult about the class because if it's just a reformer class or whatever, I've done reformers before, so I kind of I know how they work, but even this class like we had a bunch of newbies and they were like, "Okay, we're going to give you like a how-to on the reformer of like what you need to pull out because there's different weights that you need to set it at. Um, yeah. What it means when I say go to the back of your carriage, what it means when I say hold your red bands or whatever. Like there's a lot to learn before you start the workout itself. Yeah, because there's a lot of moving parts on the table. Like everything is contained on, I'm calling it a table, but it's, it's, a, reformer. it's a reformer. It's, but a, it's a Pilates it looks, machine. But it looks kind of like an operating table. Like if yes, you've never seen but one it's before. it's got pulls and levers that change the different weights. And- it's basically like a light life-size bop it and you're constantly (laughs) changing what you're doing yeah it can be a little intimidating at first because you have to keep up with the movements and change constantly yes and like the instructor will give you okay you're going to be going to here and doing this or whatever but you still you want to watch the other people and if there's other beginners around you like it's just kind of like other like chickens just running with their heads cut off yeah copying each other um so I was wondering if that was the difficult part or if it was the workout on the reformer itself, which was hard, but it was satisfying. Yeah. So I would have to clarify with them yeah. what they thought was really hard. This was just why I had never tried it before, because I thought it would be too hard for me. Yeah. I actually found that it was not too hard for me, but it was frustrating because I and I talked to the instructor afterwards and she said everyone has this experience. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what you're doing. The first That's what class. I'm saying was yeah. it, it's frustrating because of the unknown mm-hmm. rather than oh my God, I literally can't hold and pulse anymore. Yeah. There's two different types of tough. Yeah, I think it was more the former. The mental frustration. The mental frustration. In terms of the physical difficulty, I would hands down say Physique 57 is more difficult. Yeah. I thought, I I don't even know if I thought it was so, I thought it was perfect, the level of difficulty on the reformer. I literally, like, I was so in sync with everyone else that, like, it was really fun. The music was good and stuff. And it was just like, it felt like, um, just like a team of people. Um, mm-hmm. all this being said, I didn't realize that my class was split SLT and tread. Okay. So I did not wear the right sneakers. Usually I have to wear my hokas, which like they give my knees a little more give. And when they you're on the treadmill, you need the hokas? Anything with walking or something okay. that's not like a reformer or yoga right. or whatever. Oh, like, right. Because with just the reformer, all you need are grippy socks. They- so there are grippy socks for you and that's great. But I just didn't have the right sneakers. Um, if I am walking long distances or doing any kind of workout, I need to be wearing hokas. They have my orthotics in them. Like mm-hmm. otherwise it's just not going to work out. So I was wearing the wrong sneakers. I also wore a, the wrong bra. Um, it was just like a Calvin Klein workout bra uh, or whatever. Instead of support. one that could, yeah, strap them down. Yeah. And this class, the running part of it was you would walk and then you would increase the incline every 
few runs. And so you're running up a hill and then down a hill. Okay. And the first run, I like started sprinting. My tits hit me in the face. Like it was so uncomfortable. It was, I had to like hold them in place. (laughs) And I just started like running while holding my boobs. Like it looked like I was like escaping a place like (laughs) with some boobs I found, you know? Or like smuggling mini muffins. Literally smuggling someone else's tits that I found from somewhere else. And I'm running and I'm holding them. And then the guy next to me happens to be a man and like is looking at me. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't hold my tits an entire workout. (laughs) So I just decided to 30, 12, 3, 30, 12, whatever that shit we did was. <laughs> 12, 3, 12, 3, 30. And I was like, I'll just walk on an incline this whole time because I've done this before. Uh-huh. I know it is a good workout, you know, and I won't be able to keep it up in this class without embarrassing myself and also like maybe twisting an ankle. Like, No, yeah, no, you can't be holding your tits the whole time. No. You have to use your arms for the momentum. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to fall. Yeah. Momentum, mo problems. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose to wear, like, do you wear different sports bras depending on what kind of class you're going to? Like, I just have one kind of sports bra that I wear to everything, but I guess I've never. I think I just didn't have one of my more sportier ones available. Okay. But you were like, this will be fine. It'll be fine. It's soft. Like it does the job. Like I, I, I thought we were just doing right. And if you knew that you were running, you would have been like, Mama's going to need some more support. I wouldn't have gone. So I'm glad I didn't look it up. (laughs) True, true. I wonder how you ended up in that class. Yeah, guys. How did I? (laughs) Just glaring at everybody in the room. No. You know, I I mean, did people give you looks? I'm just curious. Like, did was anybody, did you feel like anyone was judging you for for not running? No. No, not not for holding your Oh, no, no. And you know what's funny is I thought that they might judge me for not running, but like everybody is so in their own thing and they're literally doing sprints. Right. They need to maintain focus. I did think the guy next to me was like glancing at my speed and stuff, but like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You're a fucking loser. Yeah. Don't be a loser. Yeah. But I, I, I'm like, I'm not into the comparing and contrasting our speeds and our inclines like you are running with no pillows on your chest don't look at my speed and also like I'm assuming he was taller than you yeah I'm assuming you know like we we can't even compare the two you there is no comparison (laughs) are you saying taller would be faster than me because I'm the fastest walker next to any tall person I believe that because you're a native New Yorker yeah and also I've walked with you I do know that you're a fast walker but running and sprinting is a whole different thing is it yeah because you're using different muscles than walking all right. But that's neither here nor there. I think, and I went back and forth about this. I think for me, this class is actually a smash, mm-hmm. but with a caveat. I think I need to try it a few more times to really mm-hmm. say a definitive answer on that. And for me, I'm going to pass hard on tread just because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to run. I don't want to waste anybody's not that I'm wasting anyone's time by me not running, but I feel like it would have been a better use of my time to just reform the whole time. Yeah. And I also feel like it, it's kind of, at least I think of it as an alternative workout to the, the yeah. hit workouts yeah. or, you know, sprinting. I, I think of that as an alternative because it is hard, but it's hard in a different way. Yeah. So I don't necessarily want to combine those two things. Yeah. But for the people that like, you're like, this is good for my time. Where it's like maximizing my time, maximizing it. Yeah. Like then hell yeah, go do that. Yeah. Try it out. But I I will smash on straight up SLT. 
Okay, yeah. And maybe I'll try tread again with a bra that works and with my hokas. You would have a better experience. Yeah. I don't know if it's the one you're looking for, but it would be better than the one you have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm telling you right now, I don't think I would want to sprint in between sets of what I was so doing. So it's not in between. It's just one, oh, it's, one changeover. Okay, did you, which did you do first again? Reformer. Reformer first. Yeah, and see, tread. like, I, I, if I had started to be, on tread already giving up, the holding of the boobs and the just walking, I think it would have taken the wind out of my sails and I wouldn't have been able to, or maybe I would have been like, oh, I did nothing. Let's like really ramp up for reform. Yeah, it could go either way. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, but that is, that is interesting. I would just say to anybody who has heard the rumors similar to what I heard that it's the hardest workout in New York City. I just don't agree with that. I really do. I, I've, I even think core power awards. Was- if it is the hardest, then I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, truly. I, I don't, I just don't. Core power was more difficult in my opinion. But again, everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Um, Just don't be intimidated. Like if you want to try it, try it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be too hard for you. And if it is, you can change things. But if you are somebody that like instructions are difficult for you, especially like learning in a room of other people. Maybe like watch a reformer tutorial, mm. like specifically an SLT reformer tutorial before you enter the class, just so you can like familiarize yourself with like what the language means, That's what the helpful. instructions are going to be. Yeah. Also, spot that bitch who knows what she's doing. Spot that bitch. You, it's so easy to spot her. Usually, Let's they know. Play spot that bitch. <laughs> she's wearing a matching set. She comes three times a week. She talks to the instructor. Before. Yeah, the instructor is like. Hey, knows her name. Hey, says Haley. good job. Yeah. What's up, Haley? Calls her out. Yeah. Yeah. Haley, I usually see you in Cobble Hill. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, they always call out specific neighborhoods where maybe they've been to different studios. Yeah. You know how to spot that bitch. Spot that bitch. Um, but when you spot copy that, bitch, that bitch, you copy that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you do it. Yeah. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you liked this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, subscribe, of course. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.